I'm going to try something a little bit different this week. The band is Opeth, and the track is from their album Ghost Reveries. This is Reverie slash Harlequin Forest. Into the Now, up until this point, every track I've covered on the show has been a tune that I've heard many, many times. In most cases, these are songs I spent years listening to in which I formulated very strong opinions. But I was hanging out with one of my executive producers, Kevin, recently, and he suggested that I cover Opeth on the show. And here's the thing. I've known about Opeth for many years, but I've never really listened to much of their stuff. If you're familiar with Opeth, you know, of course, they're known for having that death growl kind of singing. And to be honest, that's never really been my thing. I I don't really know why. I almost never really pay much attention to singers anyway. The lyrics to any song are almost always the last thing I notice. I'm usually much more focused on what the instruments are doing in any given song than the vocals. Uh, It usually takes several listens for me to even be able to tell you much about what the song's vocal melody is doing. That's the thing with growl vocals. They pretty much force you to listen to them. They're in your face. And the lack of melody in that style has always been a bit of a turnoff for me. Nevertheless, When an executive producer makes a suggestion, you take it seriously, and that's one of the perks of being a producer, right? So I decided I'd go ahead and try this song. It was high time I got over this aversion anyway. Far too many people I respect have told me I would be a fan if I gave Opeth a try, and I'm all about giving new music a try. So I got myself a copy of Ghost Referees. I gave it just a couple of listens before this recording. So what I'm going to do here is not give you a first reaction since I've already listened to it a few times, but it'll be more of a very fresh take on the song rather than a well-formulated lecture based on years of listening like many of the other songs I've covered here. So let's see how this goes. So right off the bat, you'll notice the singer here is not doing a growl vocal at the offset. He actually has a really nice baritone type voice and his melody is beautiful. The guitars are crunchy. The drums, especially the snare sound are amazing. And you could tell immediately that the production on this record is top notch. Evidently, this is not one of the records that Stephen Wilson helped produce, but you can hear that the band has been influenced by his production techniques. All the tones are just spot on. At the start of the song, it almost sounds like we're in the middle of a song already in progress, the way the song begins. It's sort of the way Shakespeare would start a scene in the middle of a conversation, the way the guitar and vocals just start right on the verse with no introduction, and the drums and bass kick in a few seconds later as if they just happen to miss the beginning of the song and they jump in. It's really fresh and creative, and it grabs you immediately. The band is tuned down to drop D, which helps with that heavy, evil sound, and they they are floating around this D minor, right? They move up to E, and then they go down to that E-flat chromatic descent, which is particularly vicious sounding. It's totally cool. And after a couple lines of the verse, we get a cool repeat of the vocal melody, only on instruments. So it's sort of like an instrumental verse two in some ways, which I think is an interesting choice. Next, we get this cool little bridge type part with some really tasty bass note choices, which is always good to hear. And then we're back to another verse with vocals again, and then the bridge again. So it's pretty straightforward, but it's not really going to stay that way for long. (laughs) 
Next, we get to transition to the first really growly part. The organ work underneath is really awesome. The growls are obviously there, but they're, they're starting to grow on me. The more I listen to this tune, the more I like it. And the vocals aside, this part is just total just headbang worthy. If you're not moving your head listening to this bit of music, you, you probably aren't wired correctly. And then we get another transition into an acoustic part. And this is something I've noticed listening to this album a few times. Opeth seemed to like to bring the dynamic quality of their songs up and down quite a bit. And I love that. It's never a jarring transition from one to the other. They build and then they break down very seamlessly. And they're taking on a kind of journey with these tunes. This is not a straight ahead structured pop writing at all. And that's a huge plus for me. I find it really refreshing. And the percussion work in this section is really awesome. I love me a good slash cymbal, right? The cymbal work is just beautiful here. I understand this is the last album they did with this particular drummer, and that's a real shame. I assume their next drummer is probably awesome too, but I'm just getting into this band, and already I'm a little sad to learn that he left. And I love, too, how it breaks down even further to just the guitar harmonics. So cool. Like, this whole guitar harmonic part is really awesome. And then the singing here is really top-notch. This guy can really sing. Nocturnally helpless, weak in the light, depending on a prayer. Pacing and with the buildup now, still acoustic, but adding back in drums, yet another new vocal part. It's getting really cool. It just keeps building. And I love the keys in this section, too. So very Stephen Wilson sounding to me. And I mean that in a really good way. The next part, we got some guitar harmonies, which is really welcome. You know, not enough bands do guitar harmonies anymore. Even Iron Maiden has gotten away from them. No idea why or how that fell out of fashion, but I've always been a huge fan of that. When bands like Queensryche would do it, and obviously Iron Maiden, you know, when, when you had those kinds of harmonies going on in the guitars, I always I found that really cool. And I don't hear it as often anymore as I used to, so I'm kind of glad to hear that here. I mentioned I love the strummer. And then it starts getting a little heavier again. We get another new part, but it's a perfect transition. The build here is so well executed. And I like that they're willing to have instrumental sections between the vocal parts. You know, too many lead singers don't know how to sit out once in a while and just let the musicians do their thing. It helps when your lead singer also plays guitar, I guess. And this buildup just keeps getting bigger and bigger, right back up into the growl. And it feels appropriate here. I'm not ready to say I like the growls yet, but I certainly understand where they're coming from. Yeah. 
And then we break back down, more splash cymbals, killer drum work as usual. And then a final growl section just to really cap it off. And then we get into the outro. Now, the first time I listened to this outro, my immediate thought went to King's X. We were born to be loved, that famous instrumental bit that they do all the time as a highlight of their live shows with that weird timing kind of change ups in the riffs. The rhythms throw you for a loop until you memorize the pattern and then you start to get it. And next thing you know, you're air drumming along to it. This doesn't sound like a ripoff of that at all, but it's in that same kind of vein. It's as if maybe these guys were fans of King's X and they did their own kind of take on that part. Uh, it's really cool. And I love that they just end the tune with it. They just keep rolling with it until the song ends. Just as the beginning of the track sounds like it starts already in progress, the ending feels like there's kind of more to the story and we're just getting cut off before it's even over. It leaves you wanting more. It's, it's good writing. This is an 11 and a half minute song, but it doesn't feel that way at all. The constant variety of the parts, the weaving in and out of different instrumental and vocal parts, the range of dynamics, it's all really well crafted. Bottom line, I have a lot more listening to do. I think I'm starting to get why people have been trying to get me into this band for so long. So thanks to Kevin for the suggestion. I'm going to have to listen to my executive producers from here on out when they have tracks for me to do on the show. If you dig this song, I can definitely recommend the whole album. It's more or less of the same quality as far as I can tell, just on a few listens. But my understanding is that this was supposed to be a concept album. It became more of a kind of an almost concept album as they added a few extra songs that weren't really part of the main concept. But it makes sense because so many of these tracks have the same kind of subject matter and basic emotional feel to them. But I can totally see myself getting into this band more over time. I'm definitely going to be giving this more of a listen. I have to say I'm a bit surprised that I like this already as much as I do. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Listen. Subscribe to this show via Apple's iTunes or wherever it is you like to get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are always helpful too, and I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. Apple Music and Spotify links to today's track can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. Speaking of support, I want to give a shout out to my executive producers on this episode, Alec and Kevin. Thank you. You help make this show possible. If you want to learn more about how you can become an executive producer on the show, go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with your fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at theweeklylisten. I encourage everyone to join the conversation. Thanks, and we'll be back next week with more music. Music.